This is the Property Solopreneur Podcast, and I'm Rachel Troughton. I'll be talking about everything you need to create wealth by building your portfolio in a sustainable and profitable way. I'll be sharing the realities of a property investing business. I'll talk bricks and mortar, buy to let, HMOs, flipping and planning game, as that's what we all enjoy doing. But I'll also share how to use good systems, processes, and find the right professionals to work with. In fact, everything that will enable you to become a successful property solopreneur. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Property Solopreneur. Now, three ways to increase your network and net worth. That's, unless you've had your head in the sand, a phrase that you're probably very familiar with. And you may not have given it much attention, and sometimes it can actually just be uber annoying to hear it all the time, because it's very glib, isn't it? But it's so very true. Now, if you look carefully in the property rooms, they're all awash with everyone chattering and mixing, and you think that everyone's on a level, well, it's an illusion. Because once the quick fire chats have happened and, and you've talked to potential clients and all that sort of thing, everyone tends to peel off and go and have a good deep natter with those they feel most comfortable with. And it's the in-depth stuff on a level that proves that everyone is in a niche. And they're all chattering about the same sorts of things. And if you look around in very big meeting rooms, I think you'll probably be able to guess someone's net worth just by the group they're chattering in and obviously taking part of. And this was brought home a few years ago to me when I was at a really great property weekend. And it was not for beginners. It it was for those of us who were really going somewhere. And if you've been to one of those, you know how exciting and vibrant they are. Speaker after speaker gets up and totally inspires, sells courses that we really want, and just generally introduces you to perhaps areas of work that have never floated past your horizon before. And I do remember on this weekend listening to someone who had a self publishing book company and thinking, I'm sorry, exactly where does this fit into my my buy, refurb, and refinance strategy? But six months later, three of my friends had published books all on their particular niche of property and associated services. So that was a right thing to float past me at that right point. Now, I was enjoying myself enormously that weekend. Everybody in the room was a get up and do person with who thought the sky was the limit. And it was all fantastic. And then suddenly someone came up to me and said an unusual question in that scenario. And the question was, how do you buy a property? And it wasn't just, you know, the usual, which is about investment. If this was a fundamental, how do you actually buy a property? You know, it's such a beginner's moment. Whoa. Well, I'm afraid to say I answered very quickly and then scuttled off as quickly as I could because my weekend was very precious and I was there for me that weekend. I wasn't there to find clients and I didn't want to miss a moment of it. This was definitely me searching other people out. Now, Clearly, this chap was way out of his depth and was expecting me in one paragraph and for free to teach him everything I knew about convincing. Now, I'm sure he was very well-meaning and and really enjoying property too, but he was not at a beginner's forum. I think he would have done well to keep stum and just soak it all up and find out the minutiae later. You know, that's a very good tip, by the way. Just nodding and listening gets you a very long way particularly if the conversation is several noughts above where you are now. But, you know, he he really brought home to me that where I wanted to be was not talking about 
the nuts and bolts. It was talking much higher strategy and much bigger noughts. And so that phrase, your net work is your net worth, I think is absolutely spot on. And if you want to scale and grow, and I think we all do, then we've got to expand and grow our networks. Otherwise, we're just going to remain with those lovely people we first met. And sometimes, you know, to grow, you're going to have to lose a few who may be fun, but you haven't got the time to always talk to everybody all the time about things that you've always chatted about. Life is too quick and too short. So I think there are three ways to increase a network and a net worth. Three easy things to implement, because as I've said before, and I I will often say again, I should think in the future, I'm not a fan of long-winded or difficult to do things because I give up, frankly. And so I think the first thing we've got to do is be strategic. No, that's probably not what you thought my number one point was going to be, was it? Strategic. Why? Well, I'm a huge fan of strategy. In fact, I think you won't get far in business without it. Well, unless you want to be a hamster on a wheel, earning the same level of income year after year. Because if you work strategically, then you're going to save a lot of time and effort. And strategy in a nutshell, in this instance, is what do I want to achieve? How am I going to do it? Where do I have to go? And the timescales. So what do we want to achieve when we're growing our networks? Well, that's it, isn't it? Duh. Increase my network. Well, network of what? It's very easy, this little word network, isn't it? So on a whiteboard, I personally love a flip chart. List all those areas that you need to expand because this is the strategy bit of it. It's nailing down exactly what it is that you need to do. Not not a sort of soup. It's the actual bits, the component parts. So off the top of my head, I would say it's trades, small building companies, depending on what you're doing. Because if you're scaling, you need lots of these people. And then the people who are ahead of me and who I want to know better. Because again, I've got to make sure I leave time for these people to grow the friendships. All this takes time. And then, of course, the people who've got the vision and the money to work with, who will be able to fund my projects or whatever context that may be. And I need to identify how much time this expansion is going to take. Because if you are scaling and you're opening more and more sites and finding more and more deals, it's very, very easy to run yourself into the ground and not give yourself the time to be able to do this. So this is a very key strategy area. Part of your business plan is to work out how much time and effort you're going to put on this whole growing your network. So you've done that. Secondly, second point, knowing what the action plan is. So you've got your idea. Now, what is your action? Do you remember action that uh, the verb at school was always called the doing word? Well, doing word is very, very important here because it's not sending off a few emails. Networking is going to feature somewhere. It's no avoiding it. And I don't mean attending a lot of online stuff. We can get back in the room now. And it's not just about going to pin meetings or which whatever is nearest you. Networking for trades and uh, you know and businesses won't be found by attending property meetings. Because I have to say that I did find the odd tradesman at a pin meeting. Shall we say they had space in their order books because they were perhaps not overwhelmed with work? And do you really want to work with people like that? Trades are hands-on people and they spend their time day in, day out, 
on sites. So we have got to find them, not them coming to us. Now, I did once take my builder to a pin meeting. He was very keen to get into this whole investor stuff and to meet other people because he thought this was going to really revolutionize his, his, build, his business because it'd be, we'd be easy fodder, basically. Well, we'd had a seriously full-on day. Oh, and that's the other thing. Networking meetings happen on set days, not when there's nothing much else going on. So you've got to have them in your diary. Well, we'd been outside in the howling wind. The end of Terrace Wall had collapsed and there was an awful lot of hoo-ha going on and it'd been a hard work outside. I don't think we'd even had a cup of tea. And as soon as we got into the room, we got enveloped by the warmth of the room and the, the burbling noises. And as the lights went down, so to speak, he just fell asleep and snored loudly throughout the meeting. You know, I'm afraid the speaker was less than inspiring and he didn't go again. He had a full order book and he just went, can't see the point. So it's up to us not to hope that they come to us, but we go to them. We've got to follow up every lead, you know, every van you photographed, every lurking tradesman in the B&Q car park. Book the appointments and follow up. Ask them for a quote. Give them specs. Give them everything to know about you and get them to want to work with you as a client. It's a two-way thing. If they like you, they're going to want, they're going to, want to work with you because they're going to go, they're good for more than one job. Because likewise, why should they just keep chasing endless new people? It really does work if they find you and like you. And we need to find the successful people who are doing whatever is identified in that strategy moment as a gap in your knowledge. You know, I like to identify all those people who are going to help me improve whatever I'm doing. And let me tell you, this never actually stops because the horizon just keeps on moving. Because the more you do, the more interesting life gets. And then the more things tickle your fancy. And you start finding all sorts of new things that a year, five years ago, you would have thought, nah, that'll never be me. I'll never be buying that or working with that person. Because I'm often told I'm an early adopter. Because when something such as a mastermind or a day course gets advertised, I'm on it. I've paid. I'm ready to go. And sometimes there are still adverts going out saying, you know, there are another two places left. Well, actually, I'm a late adopter. That is my real place. And you just can't see the number of opportunities I've passed over because I decide whom to work with or get to know better. And then I watch everything that they do and I wait till the moment is right for me because otherwise, if you book on to do something and you can't do what you're expected to do, what was the point? You know, and you just feel frustrated. So this does mean that sometimes by the time I get to work with them, they're no longer at the price point that I thought they were. And I suppose, funnily enough, the more successful people are, the more they can charge. Well, that's fine. When I press buy, I'm certain that this is going to make a big difference to my business. And so the lastly, the people I'm looking for are those who are going to support and finance my business because it's absolutely no good suddenly finding an epic deal. You know, the one that suddenly is going to completely change your life and then going to look for the finance. To scale, you need to find people ahead of time, have them in the wings, desperate to work with you because they will have already cleared the no like, and trust bit and they will put their hand in their pocket and work with you straight away. That makes everything so worthwhile. And don't forget, if you're scaling, your new level investor will not be the same one as you attracted when you were just starting out and you didn't really know a lot and you needed people just to have faith in you rather than in the deals and have big pockets. So you've got to upscale on the investor front 
person as well. So you've got to find these key people and companies and find where they are. No more floating along, just hoping, hoping that the joiner of your dreams is going to float past you. Because you've got to hunt down these people and find the ponds in which all these lovely people swim and then go and join them. If you're scaling up, scale up your thought process as well. And that means you've got to be bolder, honestly. And that means swapping out a a pin meeting that's lovely and comfortable with an angel investing evening. Ooh, that can be uh, really outside people's comfort zones. Going and joining a golf club, breakfast club. Oh, but that needs to be the top end variety, not the run of the mill type where it's just the low grade trade swapping contacts. And go to the local talks given by Rotary Clubs or where retired businessmen meet for networking, etc. You know, they understand business and they're sitting on pots of money sometimes and just long to support somebody else making money. And then, of course, they have the added attraction of watching their money grow too. And so the third point, oh dear, it's so simple, I hardly dare say it. Consistency. For the time span that you've decided, you know, this is not for the rest of your life, but just for the time span you've decided. Turn up every month. I shouldn't have to say that, but it's very true. Particularly if you work somewhere away from home, because you otherwise you'll be forgotten about. There are 12 months in the year. If you only turn up for four of them, why would people think that you were serious? Turn up regularly to your golf meeting or whatever it is, because, you know, the body's got to be kept moving. So why not mix business with pleasure. Don't just go to the gym because that's what you like and you've always done. If the people you need to find are not there, go and find an activity where they are there. You know, you can go back and be insular and go back to the gym once your dreams are nailed. Consistency is also about following through. So don't just turn up and have an amazing session and then forget to follow up with emails or arrange a coffee or whatever. I mean, it's a brilliant way of being very casual about breadcrumbing and getting to know people and get people on your newsletters straight away because, wow, isn't it fantastic? Because you can say, do you mind if I just pop you on my mailing list? Because it's so much easier to see the pictures of what I do than let me explain. And then get them on the list of invitations for open day so they can see you in action, action again in a different way. And consistency is remembering to ask if they'd like to work with you. Some people never ask. They just hope to God that somebody will realise that they're open to uh, invitations. No, ask. And don't drop them if they, you know, like a hot potato, if they say no, because it's a no today, not forever. And after all, they may never work with you. But their friend might be desperate to work with you. So consistency is putting it in your diary and remembering to plan the whole day around this really key point in your day. It's not just an add-on that just happens after six o'clock. And you need to plan your day around it because you don't want to appear flustered or be late or absolutely fail to turn up. In a nutshell, I think we do all want to go up to the next level, whatever it is we're doing. And sometimes, you know, it feels a little scary or uncomfortable. But do you know, it would be exactly the same if you were in your job. Do you remember that feeling when you got promotion or you changed job? It was all a bit scary. So it's a totally natural feeling. But it's actually nothing you've not done before, unless you've never done anything at all. And I think that's so unlikely, don't you? So just get used to the feeling. Because anything worth doing, which is new, will have seemed daunting and difficult when you first started. So if you think I'm talking a load of piffle, frankly, and you were hoping for three tiny little easy 
pop into the system ideas. No, these bigger ideas and systems will get you a lot further. Have a look round, see what else is out there. See who's on social media or just around and about because not everyone wants or is on social media. But you know, they can be doing seriously big stuff and earning squillions, but they'll have a clique. And cliques are nothing more than a group of people who feel comfortable with one another, but you're just not part of their comfort zone. I mean, they're talking the same number of noughts. They're doing the same amazing deals. And the great thing about cliques is that there's always someone leaving the clique to join the clique above. And that leaves a vacancy. And who is going to fill that vacancy in that group that will stretch and grow the new person? Will it be you? Now, you may think, no, it won't be, but that may be because you struggle with strategy or realize that you don't really know what it is you need to be finding and doing. So if that is you, come and talk to me. Contact me via email, rachel at racheltroughton.com. And don't forget, I spell my name A-E-L. And let's have a conversation about how we can work together. Because strategy allows all the dead tasks to be dropped and for us to focus with laser precision on the stuff that really, really matters. Creating an ongoing action plan that you can really work with. Because no one successful, you know, wakes up one morning with a, oh, good Lord, how did I get here? There are no overnight successes. The sudden success that you see is the culmination of work correctly executed. That's it. Nothing more difficult than that. Success comes down to you and your thought process and then actions. So having a strategy which has identified every gap and area in your network that needs to grow and having identified the action plan that needs to be done to find these people. And then the third point, the consistency of attracting and finding them regularly. These are the three things that you need to increase your network and your net worth. And if you increase your network and your net worth, you're going to be a very successful property solopreneur. Thank you for listening to the Property Solopreneur podcast with Rachel Troughton. If you want to create a professional and profitable property business, download my property business checklist now at racheltroughton.com slash checklist.